Welcome to Ariana Answers. I'm Dr. Ariana Brandolini, a clinical psychologist who lives in New York City. Every week, I answer a life question submitted by a listener like you. Would you like your question answered? Head over to the description of this video to submit. Now, let's jump into this week's episode. So no wonder it's harder than ever to sleep. And we might find ourselves in these endless cycles of screen time and sleep procrastination. Because of all of this, it's really important to prioritize healthy sleep more than ever before. Sleep is foundational to physical and emotional wellness. It enhances mood, it heightens brain function, it strengthens our immune system. Experts agree that getting consistent, high quality sleep really improves all aspects of health, which is why it's worth our attention. Dear Dr. Ariana, Over the past few months, I've noticed that I unnecessarily procrastinate going to sleep, to the point where I regularly end up staying awake a couple of hours later than planned, leading me to struggle the next morning and throughout the day. The issue is not that I fail to fall asleep when I'm in bed, but that I find ways to delay turning off the light, compulsively reading articles, watching videos, browsing real estate listings. The activity or content itself doesn't even matter so long as it keeps me up. It seems that I'm willfully resisting the call for bedtime as if I were a child. And even though I know I'm sabotaging my own well-being, I can't stop myself. This has never been a problem for me before. What can I do to regain control over my own bedtime? At the time of recording this, we're still in the midst of COVID. And I can't tell you how many conversations I've had about disrupted sleep during this time. Not only with patients, but with family, friends, my community. We already weren't doing great with our sleep habits. And on top of that, throw in a global pandemic, and it brings a whole host of other challenges. Why has it been particularly hard to sleep during this time? We've had to adjust to new schedules, or should I say lack of schedules, since most of us are still working from home and are not able to go about our normal routines. And what that also means is that we don't have our usual time anchors. And so it's harder to tell what time it is. Things like commuting home from work, going to the gym, going to our usual social events. Working from home also means that we're getting less natural sunlight because we're not getting out as much. And and that messes up our whole circadian rhythm, which means the rhythm of when we feel tired and when we wake up. Because we've been in this for a while, we also forget that we're living in a state of high alert. When we detect danger, our body goes into something called fight or flight, and it gets flooded with adrenaline and cortisol to help us either run away from a danger or to fight a danger. The problem is, is that the threat that we're facing isn't one that we can see, right? And we can't run away from it. It's always present, and we're consciously or unconsciously reminded of it every day when we watch the news, when we see someone wearing a mask. As a result, our body, whether we realize it or not, is actually in a more permanent state of high arousal, which has increased our stress levels, which impacts our sleep. Add on top of that, greater depression and isolation, anxieties and worries, not only about our health, but the health of our loved ones, the social repercussions of this current situation, like our jobs, increased family and work stress due to working from home and homeschooling. It's a mess. And lo- Do you find this information helpful? Is there a certain topic you'd like us to cover? Leave us a comment and review about what you'd like to hear. We're also dealing with an excess of screen time, 
whether it's checking the news on your phone, being on Zoom all day at work, FaceTiming family and friends, binge watching Netflix, particularly in the evening, right before we go to bed, all impacts our sleep. Because not only does this all stimulate our brain and make it hard to wind down, but the blue light also messes with our melatonin production, which is a hormone that we need to produce in order to go to sleep. So no wonder it's harder than ever to sleep. And we might find ourselves in these endless cycles of screen time and sleep procrastination. Because of all of this, it's really important to prioritize healthy sleep more than ever before. Sleep is foundational to physical and emotional wellness. It enhances mood, it heightens brain function, it strengthens our immune system. Experts agree that getting consistent, high-quality sleep really improves all aspects of health, which is why it's worth our attention. So how do we get better sleep, especially in the context of COVID? Number one, watch your substance use. Watch your substance intake. Most people know that caffeine contributes to sleeplessness, but so does alcohol, weed, and nicotine. Alcohol initially depresses the nervous system, which helps us fall asleep. But when that effect wears off in a few hours, we wake up. Alcohol also has a lot of sugar, which our body is working overtime to process. And that's why we don't get good or restful sleep when we've drunk a little bit too much. Nicotine, even from e-cigarettes, is a stimulant and it speeds your heart rate and your thinking. Studies have also shown that weed disrupts our deep sleep cycle, therefore giving us poor quality sleep. Giving up some of these substances is probably a good idea, but at least avoiding them before bedtime is another option. Number two, practice good sleep hygiene. Many experts believe that insomnia is actually a learned behavior, therefore we can unlearn it. And sleep hygiene is the term that's often used for good sleep habits. So some of these include maintaining regular wake up and bedtimes, set alarm even for your bedtime to remind yourself of your goals. Use your bedroom for sleeping and for sex only. Our brain makes an association with familiar places. And so if you usually work eat, watch Netflix all in your bed, when you get between the sheets, your brain will think, oh, this is the time to work, or maybe I should eat, as opposed to, this is where I go to bed. Keeping the bedroom dark, free of distractions like TVs and computers, developing a regular bedtime routine. Again, your brain makes associations. As you start doing those behaviors like brushing your teeth, having some herbal tea, putting on your pajamas, your brain will start to recognize, oh, this is when I go to bed. No screen time for one hour before bed. If you absolutely must use your computer or phone, try to use some of those filters that filter out blue light. Don't take naps during the day, even if you're really tired. Instead, try to go to bed, go to bed early and just don't check the news before you go to bed. Just don't do it. To help keep you accountable in implementing some of these sleep hygiene techniques, we have a resource linked to this podcast that you can download for free, so check it out. Would you like me to read your letter? Click on the description of this video to submit your question. Number three, physical activity. No surprise here. Regular exercise helps you fall asleep faster. You spend more time in deep sleep. You wake up less often. And you can, if you can do it safely outside, 
It's even better because natural sunlight will help with that circadian rhythm, right? That rhythm of going to bed and waking up. Number four, practice relaxation techniques regularly. Prayer, mindfulness, guided imagery, deep breathing exercises, progressive muscle relaxation. All these things de-escalate the body and can counter anxiety and racing thoughts when it comes to bedtime. Lastly, if you can't sleep, don't freak out. This is a hard one. People with insomnia or struggles with sleep will often lie awake in bed ruminating about the fact that they're not sleeping, right? They look at the clock and they have these catastrophic thoughts. Oh my gosh, it's 2 a.m. Why can't I sleep? Tomorrow is going to be absolutely ruined. I'm going to be exhausted. I'm not going to be able to do anything tomorrow. Okay. In these situations, I tell people to think back on a time when they might not have had a lot of sleep, whether it's pulling an all-nighter in college or working on a presentation. How was it the next day? Yeah, you were probably really tired and you probably weren't your best, but did you die? Did your head explode? Did the world end? No, you were just really tired and maybe a bit cranky, right? So restructure some of those thoughts and rather than willing yourself to sleep, practice some radical acceptance. Just saying, yep, I'm not gonna sleep at all tonight. Thank God human beings can go 11 days in a row without any sleep, so you know what? I'm actually okay. So I'm just going to sit here or lie here, do some deep breathing, and just accept the fact that I'm just not going to get any sleep. And just maybe you finally will. Would you like me to read your letter? Click on the description of this video to submit your question. Friends, we already live in a culture that doesn't promote good sleep. Throw in a global pandemic that's completely disrupted our routines and put us in a state of high alert, it's not surprising that a lot of us are struggling with maintaining good sleep routines and getting good quality sleep. To my amazing listener who wrote in this episode, thank you for sharing your experience that so many can relate to. A quick thought about your situation in particular, I noticed a lot of your procrastination activities involved screens of some kind. So, Maybe try having a screen time deadline, like at nine o'clock. And after that time, you can do whatever you want. You can procrastinate for as long as you like, as long as it's something like reading, listening to music, drawing, I don't know. Just maybe you'll find yourself more willing to get between those sheets at a reasonable hour. And on top of practicing good sleep hygiene, like limiting your screen time, watch your substance intake, practice regular re relaxation techniques, and if you're anxious that you're not sleeping, practice some radical acceptance.